Hello everyone! Welcome to Finding Fandoms. Cue intro! Finding Fandoms, Avatar The Last Airbender, where we watch a beloved kid's show and then, you know, think really hard about it. Probably <laughs> more than any of the creators intended us to do, but, you know, yeah, it's fun. I mostly just make fun of it, though. I know. But, like, in a, in a good-natured way. Like, yes. It's still thinking a lot. Yeah. Just playful, creative thinking. Playful, creative thinking. Not the kind of thinking I put into it. No. Which is entirely too We bring too very serious. different energies to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad thing. But uh, once again, welcome back today. Uh, the three of us watch episodes seven and eight of book one, which are The Winter Solstice Parts 1 and 2, The Spirit World, and Avatar Roku. This is our first foray into the two-parter sort of episodes that Avatar does. It does this quite a couple times. That's probably expected from, like, 22-minute episodes. That's yeah. Right. I personally think this show is really great at wrapping up a nice mm-hmm. little arc in 22 minutes. It does a fantastic job at that. But I do love these, like, long episodes. And honestly, we'll probably be treating this more as, like, one long episode with just with the overarching narrative. It makes more sense that way. But all right. Uh, just a quick synopsis here, as we like to do. So in the Winter Solstice Part 1, The Spirit World, the gang comes across this ruined village that was decimated by the Fire Nation. And then Aang and Katara have this cute little heart-to-heart about hope and, like, just being able to restore life to things that were once burned down, which is really touching. Um, and then they go over to this village off by the side of the forest, which has been getting attacked by a spirit monster every night for the past three days and the avatar shows up and these people all go wow uh the avatar's here he can save us so on ang's first attempt to try and help them with the monster it doesn't work at all and the monster takes Sokka. so that's fun um and then you know it fails ang fails and it leads him back to this bear statue that was in the forest and ang wakes up he's not in his body anymore he's in the spirit world and he has to try to figure out what's going on and uh, how to get out of there. Well, while he's in the spirit, he goes and like sees the village and like tries to figure out how to help them. When a dragon comes charging at him and uh, shows him a vision, and then he realizes, wait, that's Avatar Roku's dragon. So together they uh, team up, and then the dragon shows him that he needs to go to the temple of Avatar Roku on the winter solstice. So armed with that knowledge, Aang comes back and, you know, he's thinking some more. He realizes that the spirit monster that's attacking this village is the angry spirit of the forest that they saw earlier in the episode that was burned down. So Aang, to help out, uh, shows the spirit monster an acorn and just talks, just like Katara talked to him, he talks to it about the circle of life and how one day that forest will be back and it'll come to live again and the spirit monster is i guess is pretty chill with that he goes from this big angry creature to this cute little panda and meanders on away and that's the end of part one and then part two picks up right away with ang and katara and sokka going to that fire nation island where the temple of avatar roku is ang tries to keep them back but they don't let him so they're on their way uh zuko finds them while they're flying over the sea 
and into Fire Nation territory, so he chases after them, starts shooting at them, but then they come across this blockade of Fire Nation ships right at the edge of the Earth Kingdom and Fire Nation waters, who also start shooting at them and Zuko. So this big fight occurs, but Commander Zhao, who is manning that fleet, lets them get through and lets Zuko get through so that Zuko can lead them to where the gang is going. So they go to the Fire Nation temple uh, expecting help, but the fire sages who manned the temple and historically have worked for the Avatar to help him through his spiritual journey have become loyal to the Fire Nation. So they're trying to take Aang and return him to, fire Lord, to the Fire Lord, but there's one fire sage who goes rogue and tries to help them and figure out what's going on. So they get up to the room where a statue of Avatar Roku is, which is where Aang needs to contact him, uh, right at sundown on the winter solstice. So they're trying to get into the room, it doesn't work. They trick the evil, for lack of a better word, fire sages, into opening the door for them. And then Aang rushes in, the door shuts behind them, and then he talks to Avatar Roku about this comet that's coming. Sozin's comet that if he doesn't stop the Fire Lord before this comet comes, the Fire Lord is going to completely put an end to the rest of the world unless Aang can master the four elements before the comet, which is about the summer solstice. So after that, uh, Commander Zhao comes in and tries to attack Aang when he's coming out of the room, but Avatar Roku helps him, destroys the temple and the island, and then miraculously everyone flies away unhurt and... Uh, we now have to live with the knowledge that Aang has to master all four elements in about six months as opposed to the years and years of training that avatars usually get. And that's where the episode oh, leaves oh, us off. Oh, that was a long one. That, well, that in fairness, that was two episodes that I'm just going to treat as one big one. Yeah, yeah, because fair. essentially that's what it is. So let's go back to the beginning here. Back to the beginning. So episode seven. The little talk with Aang and Katara is one of my, my favorite moments of those two in the series. Aww. Oh, so it doesn't get much better. <laughs> no, it's not that it doesn't get much better. I just think it's really cute and um, it turns the really terrible situation into something good, which I find that Katara is really good at. And um, it like does the trick to make Aang feel better. Yeah. And it's just a really, I believe it's just like a really good representation of one of the main themes of this show. Mm-hmm. You know, the cycle continues and what, and things come and go, but you know. But well, you know, when you plant a nut, it grow a tree. <laughs> plant an acorn, grow a tree, you know, the yep, usual. Casually. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really nice. Uh, and then the village. Let me tell you about the spirit monster. <laughs> okay. First time I heard that there was a creepy spirit monster, I was like, okay, so this is where Popo comes into play. (laughs) Yes, yes, it is, exactly. Like, totally. (laughs) Obviously. This does confirm something for the Popo theory, I suppose, that yes, creepy spirit monsters do exist in the Avatar universe. Yes. Yeah. And monsters, plural. There are lots of creepy monsters. See, that one was super creepy, though. It was like... Venom with extra arms. <laughs> Literally, that's what I said. And like eight times the size. That's what I said while we were watching <laughs> it. And it's Venom. But yeah, that thing gave me nightmares as a kid. The first time I watched it, I was maybe like eight years old. Yeah. And I just straight up had nightmares. 
Well, oh. heck yeah, man. Sometimes they still have nightmares about it, you know. <laughs> if that tells you anything about how easily terrified Dia is. <laughs> True. <laughs> you know, it's fine. We're fine. Yeah. Let's think about um, Uncle Iroh then. Because the first scene of him, he's in a hot spring. I did not <laughs> like how he was, like, next to Nike the whole episode. Yeah, the whole entire episode. Like, oh. He's, like, ugh. in his loincloth or whatever. I just totally neglected to talk about Uncle Iroh and my little plot synopsis, but whatever. Be plot. <laughs> well, because it wasn't, it wasn't super important to, like, the main plot. Yeah. He was the side quest. if this is the time... I do have a fan theory about Uncle Iroh. Oh my what? gosh! Yes, the emergence yes, of a yes, new theory! Yes. <gasps> yes. I think that Uncle Iroh is a dragon. Whoa. She thinks that Uncle Iroh is a dragon. Whoa. Ooh, okay. Me do. Alright, elaborate, please. So he can blow fire out his nose. Yeah. <laughs> Classic dragon move, right? As we all know. And <laughs> did he not see the spirit dragon when it was like flying above yeah, him? Yeah, I have a note about that. Dragon sees dragon, man. Dragon, dragon sees dragon. dragon. <laughs> dragon is a dragon. It's a dragon thing. You know, I I love this theory. Thank you. Like I he's either currently a dragon or was a dragon in the past life. Yeah. So he's definitely something. Or maybe dragon. he's half dragon. Whoa. Need I remind you, and this is not a spoiler because we've heard the name before, Uncle Iroh's title when he was a general was the Dragon of the West. Okay. Oh, okay. dragons are very important to our okay. nature culture. Wow. Okay, so yeah, <laughs> I think this is the dragon. first theory that we've actually gotten right. <laughs> Did you get it right, though? Yes. Yes. Did you get it right? Yes. Absolutely. Okay. I. You know what? Maybe okay. you did get it right. Maybe you also, didn't. Okay. So when they were um talking about Uncle Iroh, the guards were like. We have to capture the once great Iroh. And I'm like, once great? He's still great. Look he, at that man. He, he's still the greatest freaking man. He whips out these philosophical one-liners out of nowhere. Yeah. Brews a mean cup of tea. Do not <laughs> doubt the man. Does he warm up Heck the tea yeah. with his nose fire? I don't know why. Or he does he like boil the tea when it's in his mouth? <laughs> I don't know why he would do that, considering he's a firebender. <laughs> but then it wouldn't like steep correctly, because you can't like brew cold tea. Yeah, but like if you brewed the tea in his mouth, <laughs> what? Well, there's cold brew. Oh, coffee. like just like laid a leaf on his tongue yeah. and then held some water in his yeah. mouth and then swallowed. He's like, mm, yum. <laughs> then you. But there's the danger of swallowing the leaf. I think Uncle Iroh's. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. <laughs> That's he's, my fan theory. He's, he's he's old, but he's not senile, folks. You love Iroh. But yeah, no, I totally forgot about him. Um, and then just maybe just to foray into this, bro, the whole time, like he still got it, guys. He's still tricking those Earth Kingdom soldiers. I yeah. love him. Yes, the evil flip flop. <laughs> that he left on yeah. the map. Yeah, that, is that the origin story of Cinderella? Like, I need to know. <laughs> oh my god. I don't. Like, yeah. That legend is like, Ooh, this stank. This was her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh. No, yeah. And just, so later in the episode, you know, Zuko gets a choice between going and taking Aang and the gang or going and rescuing his uncle. And he chooses to rescue his uncle. Yeah, he has a a tiny bit of a heart. A tiny bit of a heart. Yeah, just a little bit. He just needed him. It was all for personal gain. True. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. <laughs> also, okay. So the villagers were pretty dependent on Aang to fight this ghost monster, and I'm like, he's a literal twelve year old. How is yeah. he supposed to do this? Well, okay. So like, the Avatar is the one of, if not the only, connection in the physical realm to the spirit world. Yeah. That is their job. So like, when they show up, they're just like, please solve our problems because we can't do it ourselves, which I get. But they weren't like, hmm, maybe this twelve year old can't solve our problems. Yeah, like, <laughs> while I get that, <laughs> you also, he's the Avatar. He's been gone for a hundred years, and he comes back, it's yeah. a mirror. But, like, are the Avatars, like, expected to be amazing when they're eight years old? Like, are they expected to have mastered everything? So, a uh, <laughs> thing that was said that you guys probably don't remember, people don't usually get told they're the Avatar until they're 16 years old. So, okay. Aang was told early. Oh. Because of the war so. with the Fire Nation, he was told at 12 instead of 16, but he is already a realized uh, airbending master, and that's what the tattoos symbolize. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, how do people know? How, how, do, how do they know he's the Avatar before he knows? That's... Um, so, how Aang figures out actually shows up later in the story. So, okay, so yeah. But, like, other times, like, for other Avatars, like... Is it like a Harry Potter thing where he does like unintentional magic, unintentional bending, like just uh, just a reference? Like he sneezes the... <laughs> and he jumps off again. <laughs> like a reference to the Legend of Korra, real quick. Like so, in the very first scenes of the series, she just comes out swinging and goes, "I'm the Avatar," and bends earth, fire, and water all in one go at like five years old. <laughs> so sometimes it's that. Uh, what? Uh, it's That's a scene crazy. right at the beginning of the show. And if we choose to watch it at some point, uh, otherwise just look it up. It's a hilarious scene. But yeah, it's the there's like a way that Aang that well that the air monks figured out that Aang was the Avatar. But I'll let that come up when it comes up. But okay. it's it's a thing. All so right. so okay, they have a connection to the spirit realm, mm-hmm. but. Can they bend ghost particles? Like, why Why is there... <laughs> Yo, you saw Aang can't bend in his spirit form. Yeah, I That's did see that. That's part of the thing. But it's not, I don't know. It's but, not... but, like, are there ghost benders? Yeah. Is ghost the fifth element? <laughs> ghost the, yes. the fifth element. You know? Well, wouldn't it be sixth? Because we proposed that the, the jerk. That jerk was... Yeah. yeah, I was about to say. Okay, yeah, the sixth element. Earth, water, air, fire, jerk, and ghost. Yeah. That's a theory for another day, my dudes. Um, it's happening right now. <laughs> face it. I don't <laughs> quite know if ghost bending is a thing. Or do I? So, one thing that I loved about this episode is we saw a bunch more animals from this world. Mm-hmm. Like, we saw the little mouse-looking like, little dude that was chilling in the hot tub with Uncle Iroh. We saw the weird creatures that um, the Earthbenders rode that were like these weird camel, emu, chocobo-looking things, if you've ever played Final Fantasy. Like, <laughs> I forget what they're called. But they look like something from Star Wars. Like, like they the did. sand animals? I forget what they're called. God, I forget what they're called, but like... Tauntauns? Yeah, no. Tauntauns. Uh, but oh, they're I meant the Avatar version. I didn't know that either. Fuzzier. But... <laughs> Yeah, tauntauns, are, the tauntauns are fuzzier. The avatar animals look like bird-like. For some reason, yeah. whenever I know this is incorrect, but whenever I see them, I just go, "That's buckbeak." Uh, 
but it's not. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, it did look like the front half of like a hippogriff or a griffin or something, but just the front half. Yeah, so like I don't know. I'll figure out what they're called later. And also, Zuko rides a freaking triceratops lizard. It's called the Komodo. Uh, I believe it's called. They call it a Komodo lizard. Komodo, not Komodo dragon, because that's an actual real thing. I'll look it up. Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> those are tracking animals. Fire Nation tracking animals. Oh, yeah. So hence the boys. sniff the shoe. Go get Uncle Iroh. <laughs> nice. Also, they had just a straight up like panda bear that the creepy spirit man yeah. turned into. Yeah, just it's just a panda. Like it's not a mix of anything. It's just a panda. Just. It's called a Komodo rhino. Sorry, Komodo rhino. Komodo. Komodo rhino. And according Kimindo. to this article, it's a combination of a triceratops, a Komodo dragon, and a rhinoceros. Ha ha. I see. I feel like you don't need the rhinoceros because a triceratops is already like a rhinoceros lizard. Liz- they should have called it a rhinoceros lizard (laughs) yeah no i do i love the animals i like just throughout the series we will get to see more heck yeah animals are actually a huge part of this and we got to see the first instance of an actual freaking dragon i'll be a spirit dragon heck yeah well no we saw uncle iroh in like the first episode i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) yeah Iroh's a dragon. But if we assume that Uncle Iroh is a dragon, we have not seen him full dragon. Oh, true. No, well, true. he's just wearing his flesh over his dragon. Please never say that again. <laughs> Please never say that again. <laughs> Speaking of the animals of this world, I had a question. Okay, did we discover how Appa flew? How Appa flew? Yeah, like, why can Appa fly? I have two theories about this. Okay, continue. So, the first He's theory... filled with helium. <laughs> he's filled with helium! The first theory is that he's like a hot air balloon. <laughs> oh yes, because like Obviously. he's from like the airlands or whatever, so like it would make sense <laughs> if he was more a hot air balloon. <laughs> but then there would need to be like a fire under his belly. Or yeah. Maybe he could be like a fish, where they have like that swim bladder. Whoa, so- a fly bladder? <laughs> air bladder? <laughs> I can't believe I'm encouraging this. Uh, but just saying, oh, fish have swim bladders. Maybe bison have flying bladders. <laughs> I, yes. I like that one. I don't, and I said it. You said you had a second theory. The second theory is that his fur is just tiny wings. I love it. I like that one. Let's go with that one. Like okay, it. that sounds better. Like doesn't sometimes it? with the animation style, like when he's flying, you can see his fur like rustle back. Yeah, it's rippling. Yeah, that's what fur does. When... <laughs> but it's also what tiny wings girl, do. Tiny wings. <laughs> just can we just insert the X Files theme here right now, post May? Don't worry about it. Oh my God, it was. We did not figure out how Appa could fly okay. in this episode. Faith, trust, and pixie dust, my dudes. I was just like, I have, I think I have a reason in my head, but I don't know if it's canon or a fan theory. So we're just going to shut our mouths right now. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. But yeah, there's one popping up. But yeah, oh, I love Appa. It's the power of love. 
Something that, like, kind of hurt was how sad Appa was when Aang didn't come back. Yeah, that was sad. He just a little I just, it, I just was just reminded of that. And it's just the bond... <laughs> the bond between Avatar and their animal guide. You know, that's not really something I think they emphasize in the series, but I wish they did. Like, it's important. Is it like a te- telepathic thing where like six-year-old Aang went, I want that bison. When and he that- was a little baby bison. Yeah. Isn't that the cutest thing? That would be so cute. Right? Like I would watch a short of just Aang looking at bison. And being like, I like this one. Or and like a, Appa coming up to him. Yeah, and just like <laughs> licking him like up his entire body. Wouldn't <laughs> that be so cute? Oh, that'd be so cute. Just like, I don't know, maybe I can send a, a, a nicely worded letter to the creators of the series. Yes, please go back and animate this because it would make my life infinitesimally better. <laughs> Uh, there are, like, animated Avatar shorts. You guys wouldn't get them at this time. But, like, once we, like, get into season two, I'm going to make you watch them. On, okay. And it can be, like, a bonus episode or something. But you you need to watch them. They're so cute. You also, um, did you make a meme folder? I made a meme folder, but I couldn't find any that I could use now. So I scroll through the Avatar tag and the Zuko tag and the Sokka tag more often than I like to admit. <laughs> So, uh, I just, I have all these memes, and, like, a thing that Maggie and I do in particular is we'll just send each other things. There's no conversation. We just send each other things. Oh, yeah. And, like, there was this one time Maggie and I lived together, she sent me this thing, and I got out of my bed, went over to her room, and nearly murdered her because I hated it. I was it. terrified. It was, I got out of bed at, like, <gasps> one in the morning for this. Oh, my God. So, it's especially because, like, I like to browse the Zuko tag, which contains spoiler among spoiler among spoiler. Then browse the Appa tag. I I know, I'll do it. Because he my fave. Yeah, so I just started a meme folder for them so that I can send them to them later. Once we get (laughs) further into the series where I feel like memes are pertinent, I might occasionally sprinkle one in to episodes, but I don't have any right now. And we can definitely, like, post them on our Instagram page as well. Yeah, Instagram or Tumblr. Follow our Tumblr. Yes. We don't use it much. <laughs> We're trying to. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, so yeah, I'll sprinkle those in occasionally. When I deem pertinent and when it's, it's, when it's a good time. Mm-hmm. There's just lots of things I want to show you that I can't. <laughs> <sighs> Back to the episode. Okay. During episode seven, mm-hmm. I did not see Momo at all. Like I can't remember a scene that Momo was in except for the last scene. No, he was he was when they were like in the burnt out part of the forest. I remember him like crawling onto Aang's lap and being like, "Little cuddly boy." Hmm. I think. Other than so, that, I don't remember seeing him at all either. Yeah, I could be wrong, but I just need to start a hashtag that was hashtag Where was Momo? Yes. <laughs> no, but there's a thing. So when you when uh, Aang goes into the spirit world, or like his spirit leaves his body, his body is still there. Ooh, where? Like so, in this case, it would be at the bear statue where he crashed into it mm. and then woke up and then it wasn't there. So his physical body is still there. Personally, I think that Momo was there with Aang, with his body, okay. like waiting for him to come back. That's a theory. Another theory is I, that Momo is working with Popo to do this <laughs> spirit animal thing. I throw you something cute, something wholesome that you bring the devil into it. I can't deal with you. 
My that job. is Maggie's job. <laughs> but no, I believe that Momo was there with Aang's physical body and waiting for him to come back because that's cute. Not that Momo was working with the devil. Well, it's just a theory. I mean, it makes sense. If you think about it. It does. It, it does. It does. Does it? Yes. <sighs> I guess. Fine. Whatever. But yeah, so that, that I guess, kind of answers your question, whatever. But you yeah, know, I just feel like this was a really nice episode that, like, wrapped itself up super neatly with nice overarching themes. A really solid episode, you know? It's not, mm-hmm. usually it's not one of the ones that people think are their favorites, but it's just, like, it's just really good, objectively. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we yeah. get to part two. Mm-hmm. The second part of The Winter Solstice is, like, one of the more serious episodes in book one, which, generally speaking, is more light and happy because it's the start of the series. It caused me a lot of anxiety, especially when they were flinging, like, fireballs at Appa. I was like, yeah. don't hurt my fluffy boy! I know, and on top they had to, like, pat out, like, the yeah. fire on his fur, and I'm just like, I'm gonna throw hands yeah. for this fictional flying Don't bison. break his wings. I'm going to bite his wings <laughs> so if we are going with the hairs are tiny wings they burned a bunch of his wings yeah, yeah. which i'm like i'm really gonna fight you now because <laughs> who wants a bison that can't fly just kidding me yeah useless <laughs> i would very much like a bison even if it didn't fly um but no. okay can but can you imagine a, like a sled dog team but it's all air bison oh my god <laughs> imagine a bison farm yeah! Like, just a huge plantation of, like, big old bison and teeny little people taking care of them. If you them. had, like, six to eight air bison, I think they could transport, like, half a city. Like, yeah. they're, hey. they're strong boys. Strong boys. They are girls. big boys. I was just a boy. Yeah. <laughs> and is a bison shepherd a beppard? <laughs> yes. Uh, Absolutely. No, they aren't. <laughs> I also love how Appa was like asleep the entire episode. <laughs> he got them into the Fire Kingdom and then he's like, Nope, I'm done. We're here. <laughs> like, I'm zonking oh, out. You must be so tired. Nope, I feel refreshed. I love Sokka. <laughs> I love Yeah, him. he's a doof. Something we get to see out of Sokka. He's a smart dude. Yeah, he, he had that great idea. Right, up until now we've just seen him as this giant doof who's like trying too hard. No, he's like a tactician, y'all. He's good and he's a smart guy. Yeah, he just has like more practical knowledge that isn't used as much because they have magic. They have magic. Yeah. So when their magics didn't work, then he was like, my turn. <laughs> you know, I love that because it all has to do with him being a non-bender. Yeah. And, like, adapting to this world mm-hmm. with bending it. And I just, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And uh, this episode was a really big plot episode. Susan's oh, Comet yeah. is very Susan's important. Susan's Comet? It's not Susan's Comet. Susan's com- Comet? I think you meant Susan's Comet, right? <sighs> it is not Susan's Comet. Common? Comet. <laughs> it is not Susan's Comet. It is Susan's Comet. Susan. Susan. Um, We're just going to have to talk about Fire Lord Susan from now on. <laughs> Spelt S-O-O-Z-I-N. Susan. Susan. Can you Susan. imagine, like, 
a 30 year old woman who's like a fire lord like <laughs> Like one of the soccer moms is just, just a like, fire lord. I don't need to call the manager yes. because I am the manager. Susan! <laughs> oh my god. Fire lord Susan. <laughs> Dear god. But no, uh, yeah, the super plot heavy episode. It's very important. Some of the details in there are very important. Like how all the fire sages hats look like lobster heads. Yeah. I oh also yeah. something I forgot to mention okay um episode seven when the guards and Zuko are by the hot springs and Ira was gone one of the guards talks and he sounds like he's a robot so my new theory is that they're all clone robots clobots clobots <laughs> I never thought I'd ever hear the word clobots in my life and now that I have I wish I hadn't but you. Yeah, that's another theory. Just, we, we're gonna mm-hmm. need to like keep a list of these or something somewhere. Now we'll just keep them going every episode or forget them. Mm-hmm. That's fair. If they're not important, they'll be forgotten. If they're not Popo, we we'll probably won't mention it again. Or I wrote the dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So this episode, I don't know. There's not much to be said about the second part of the Winter Solstice, mostly because it's all big plot stuff. This stuff is going to continue for the rest of the series. Aang has six months to learn how to bend three elements. That's cray cray. Like, imagine if you had six months to have three bachelor's degrees. (laughs) 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 I... We, yeah, I would die. Yeah. I would literally Most die. people can't even do one More in like four PhDs, years. More like PhDs, to be honest. Like, Honestly, yeah. The level, yeah. Like the level of mastery is like a PhD. It's like getting three PhDs from nothing up. So it's like getting a bachelor's getting and a PhD. An elementary education. To in get two months. Like that is that is craziness. Man. That is impossible. If you are listening right now and you've done that... <laughs> You're lying. You're lying. <laughs> you're tell me your secrets. I would like to not. Also, why are you listening to this if you're that smart? <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. The real question here. But yeah, no, I just, yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's right here where Aang gets a little kick in the butt to be like, oh my god, I am the avatar and I have things I need to do. Kick in the patootie. But like, imagine hearing that at 12 years I old. I know. Right after he wakes up for being asleep. Like, at 12 years old, I was still in freaking middle school and i was like i have to write a paper right like and i like died like you know ang is like a special 12 year old considering he already mastered an element at the age of 12 like that's unheard of. yeah he's in the that's advanced placement thing. program at his yeah, elementary he was, school he may be an ap kid but he getting <laughs> three phds talented, in six yeah. months is a lot but my favorite thing to come out of that was Aang being like, how will I be able to do it? What if I can't do it? And then Avatar Roku going like, don't worry about it. You've done it before. And I'm just like, straight mm-hmm. to the heart. Straight to the heart. I need that kind of support in my life. <laughs> like, but yeah, no, this, I don't know. There's not too much to say about it other than the, the details in here are very important. They'll be brought up again and again. And Sozin's comment is like, when will we meet Zuko's dad? Because I feel like he is referenced constantly. We will meet him. throughout those last two episodes. And, like, does he have just as bad hair as Zuko? <laughs> or... <laughs> Remember about the evolution of Zuko's hair. It evolves. It does evolve. It does evolve. Yes. Also, I noticed in this episode, 
Um, Zuko looked very pale, and I was like, hmm, I wonder if he powders his head or something. Like, <laughs> is that something he, bald people do? Oh my god. Because <laughs> I feel like it would get shiny. I thought we were talking about oh my Fire god. Lord. <laughs> Fire Lord I Suzanne? I think that, I don't think that Zuko, or Aang, mind you, he shaves his hair, powders their head. I don't think so. You have no proof. You really don't. <laughs> Fine, whatever. But Aang does shave his head as well. I don't know. But to the Fire Lord question, we see him a lot in season three. A lot, mostly because a good chunk of that takes place in the Fire Nation, if not all of it. Um, and then I think... I can't remember exactly off the top of my head, but uh, <gasps> he does show up in season two a little bit, too. I just came up with another fan theory. <laughs> oh my god. Yes, <laughs> tell me right like, now. In no way going to be correct, but <laughs> what if Fire Lord Susan is Zuko's mom? <laughs> yes. So the canonical yes, Fire Lord? Yes, yes, yes. No, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Like, there's no like, way that can Fire be true, Lord but Susan, I wanted like, to be a thousand years old. Not really, but, like, over a yeah. hundred. Yeah. It's just, Fire Lord Sozin is very much dead. He is dead. He is quite Susan. not around. Um, and I'm sorry, I just, for my dignity and for the sake of Zuko, no. Uh, because we hear a lot about Zuko's mom later. Okay. So, oh, Susan? Hear more about Susan. Susan. She has a name. I love her. And that name is Susan. Susan. I am so mad at you at this moment in time. I am so horribly unhappy with you. And this is what we thrive off of. Mm-hmm. This is why we do this podcast. To make me horribly unhappy. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> That's pretty much it about the episodes. I just have some, like, bending questions. Sure. Okay. So. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Okay. So, lava (laughs) is just really hot rocks. So shouldn't earthbenders be able to bend lava? This is an (gasps) age-old argument. (laughs) This is a huge argument that has no answer. Why not? Can firebenders bend lava? I mean, I don't know the logistics of the matter. I don't know if Avatar Roku could do it because he's the Avatar. Right. And he has both those abilities, right. you know? Right. Um, right. It might be a thing that's addressed. I just don't remember off the top of my head. <laughs> okay. But I don't think normal firebenders and normal earthbenders can bend lava. I wish that they could because that would make everything so much cooler. Mm-hmm. Right? Just like, or like, you know, two benders like working together to bend the lava. Yeah. That'd be so yeah. cool. Yeah. But yeah, I think a soul person, the only soul person who could do it. The same could be said about mud. True. <laughs> Earth and water. It's <laughs> <laughs> just bending mud off you. <laughs> mud bender. <laughs> mud blood? There are no slurs on this <laughs> podcast, thank you. I will not stand for the use. Of... I apologize, I apologize. <sighs> oh my god. Hey, this is Editing Maggie here, just popping in with a little message about this next goof. I promise you I did not edit the amount of time that it takes for the other people to answer my question in this next bit. This is truly the amount of time that I was left sitting there 
<laughs> waiting for my friends to either confirm or deny me. And I feel like I needed to keep it in so you could feel the tension of that moment. I promise I did not edit it in any way. Thank you. Okay, and also, isn't fire just hot air? No, you no, need to have yes. something burning like there's too. Energy. You, like there's fire energy. is just like energy. But, but firebenders don't have something burning. That's fair. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe everyone can just bend the same element. They just haven't <laughs> tried hard enough yet. Maybe everyone is an avatar, but nobody has tried. Yeah. The avatar is just yes. the one fool who's just like, hold on. Hold on. I'm gonna try to bend this water too. <laughs> the first guy. <laughs> Avatar actually isn't reincarnated. They just like come up with all these fake signs, and then this kid goes, "All right, guess all I right. can bend all four elements. Let's go." I am a try. <laughs> also, would Earthbenders be able to bend Moon? The Moon? Yeah. Are there or are there Moonbenders? Because Earth is specifically Earth. Yeah. Yeah. Or is there like Mars benders? Well, the Moon. I don't know because the Moon in this universe is very special. And it has a lot to do with water bending. It's another one of those things that I don't want to tell you. Okay. But like it is, the moon is very closely connected to water bending, as the sun is very closely connected to fire bending. I see. So while like, and if we are to assume that the Avatar universe could go to space, and uh, <laughs> the benders could get on the moon, we have no way to confirm or deny if. Earthbenders could bend moon, or maybe very special waterbenders could bend moon. Okay, but what about Mars? <laughs> back to the fundamental question we asked in one of the past episodes, where what periodic table elements do the benders bend? Yeah, that's something we need to find out. And I think we figured out that like, most of it is just oxygen. Yeah. Just different forms of oxygen. Yeah, it's just... Oxygen. Well, like water benders. Because air is gaseous oxygen. Water is liquid oxygen. We can argue that water benders only very specifically bend like the H2O compound, not the specific element. Yeah. So there's that. But yeah. yes, predominantly oxygen. But it but has oxygen in it. I don't know. Can they bend like other liquids? Like juice? <laughs> Milk? The juice bender. Actually. That's a thing I also... Milk bender, like, just flip a cow. <laughs> no! That's terrible! Um, actually, you know, that's a thing that I'm not going to tell you either. Okay. There's some... I think we're on to something. There's... there's. I think we are. Uh, I don't know. This is just a thing that, uh, that I'll tell you, but, like, will make sense a far way down the road. Water is in everything, and that should terrify you. Okay. Like in Earth? Water. Mud, yeah, ev- most air. living things have water, and that should terrify <laughs> That doesn't terrify me. That gives me evil thoughts. Not dehydrated no, no, no. bananas. Anyone who has seen this show and knows what I am referring to will be absolutely freaking terrified. But oh, y'all Lord. have no idea what I'm talking about. We don't. And that's why they love us. So, can water bend? I don't know. I feel like seeing Katara bend some soup, like, <laughs> she'd bend the broth. She wouldn't bend, like, the vegetables in it. Yeah. Veggie bender. <laughs> <laughs> the, the seventh element? Vegetable? 
Who else? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that answered your question, but I that's the answer I'm giving you. Eh, it'll satisfy me for now. Okay. The thing with Maggie questions is that in like 89.9% of the cases, they can't be answered. <laughs> They're mostly just hypothetical questions. Right, but I'm the yes. person who will try to give you an answer. <laughs> I know. And I, that's why the dynamic works. Because I answer all your dumb and questions. And I will simply add on stupid answers to her hypothetical question. Yeah. Or pose And I just want to let all of our listeners know that this does not just apply to Avatar. Like, this is everything <laughs> in life. Ever. Literally every conversation we've ever had. <laughs> yes. Ah, they're right. They're right. Ah. <laughs> but back to the Avatar. Evie, do you have any questions? Or any more notes? I am enjoying it. I like the, the fuzzy animals. I like the, the lizard animals. I am excited to see more. Um... I am excited to see Aang bend the things. <laughs> bend all yes. the things. All the things. All the things. Even <laughs> the veggies. Yeah. Because there's one more thing I want to bring up, and it's something that I wanted to kind of keep out of this, but it is a big thing that we have to talk about. Is it spoilery? No, it's shipping. Oh, yeah, shipping! <laughs> uh, it's something that I've been wanting to, like... <laughs> I, I have not brought it up because it is a divisive thing no matter where you go and what medium you interact with for every fandom. This might give us our first hate. Yeah. This <laughs> might give us our first yeah. hate, and I don't want that. Um, but shipping is a thing. It's just, I especially don't want to talk about it now because we have not met all the really important kids. I just feel weird because they're all so little. Yeah, they're all yeah. like children. Like, I know they're like 14, 15, whatever, but even Aang's like 12. Yeah, and especially now that little. we, like the three of us, are adults. He's like a monk. They're not allowed to do stuff anyways. I mean, I don't know. Airbender society is something that I've never quite understood. How do they... <laughs> How do they keep having more generations if everyone's a monk? You right, you right. But like, it's just <laughs> they don't. They just steal abandoned children from oh other tribes. Oh my gosh, new theory. <laughs> I'm going. To, no, we're never talking about that again. We're no air air society is. I'll just do some research on it and talk about it later. With I'm veto right now. No, okay. no, no, no. That's a hard pass. That's for a me. hard pass for me. I don't say no to a lot, but that's going away. But yeah, so shipping is a thing, and like, I'm. Is it something that people who listen to us want us to talk about? Because I don't think it's appropriate to even talk about it through like the majority of season one. When we get to season two, and we have all of these characters, and they all have different heart to heart moments, like. I am a firm believer that this series, romance was never its strong suit because that's not what it was designed to do. It's got this like great plot. And honestly, I would have been happy if at the end there were no ships. Everyone just gets in a big group hug and like are great friends for the rest of their lives. But BFFs for life. It yeah. is a thing. And there's canon and non-canon ships. <gasps> and there's, like, there's all this stuff. So is it a thing that people want us to talk about and that we want to talk about? Because I don't believe it has any place until at least the last quarter, at the very earliest, of this first season. Hmm. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, we already saw Sokka have a moment, like, with, Suki. A moment with Suki. Yeah. Right. 
yeah. but you know, like shipping doesn't really become like pertinent. Like it becomes like really pertinent in the last like two, I three, two like to three episodes of the season. So like, once it becomes more pertinent, we'll talk about it. But I don't yeah. want to like push it. This is not a shipping podcast. No, it no. is not. This is no. not the point here. The point is I'm making you guys watch this fantastic show. It's just, that is a thing we and must also, address. we close out every episode by saying boys are gucky, so... <laughs> True. You're right, you're right. That's just my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Not all boys. Um, but yeah, it is a thing. But right now, I'm just enjoying friends being friends, wacky hijinks, running away from, you know, all my issues, just like I do on a daily basis. Yeah. But yeah, I believe that's all for, like, that yeah. stuff. Um, I do just have a couple things to tell y'all. So if you aren't already, go follow us on Instagram, Finding Fandoms Podcast, and Tumblr as well, Finding Fandoms Podcast. But we have a website that at the time that this goes up will be up and running. It's findingfandoms.com. It's wonderful. Our wonderful social media coordinator makes it for us. And she's doing a wonderful job. Yeah, so if that's a thing, findingfandoms.com. Check us out. So our Tumblr and our Instagram will be linked there if y'all don't want to, like, go onto the platforms and find them ourselves. And, like, you'll see updates from both of those places on the website. Like, the website's got fun stuff about us, about our shows, and we'll probably, at one point or another, whenever we decide it needs to happen, create some sort of list of these fan theories that are going on. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because they're important. But yeah. Very important. Go give it uh, a look and see what you think. We're really Mm -hmm. happy uh, that it's coming together so nicely and we want to share it with all y'all. We would love it if you could leave us a review or a rating on Apple Podcasts Mm -hmm. or wherever you can find that. So (laughs) we know if people like us or not. But you can also go to our website... And shoot us a message. So that's all. Go give it a shot. Come talk to us. We're we love to talk, as you know, because we make this. I believe that's all, ladies. Yeah. So as I always say, don't die. Make good choices. And boys are gucky. Bye. Bye. Bye.